Hi, I'm April. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Yes, You Can Sit With Us, a weekly podcast filmed live on Instagram Friday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. We believe in community over competition and that there's always another seat at the table. Join us as we dive into our lives and talk about all of our passions, from motherhood to business and everything in between. And if you are wondering, yes, you can sit with us. Um, welcome, everyone, to episode seven of Yes, You Can Sit With Us um, with special guest Whitney. And we're here to talk about embracing your role. So April, do you want to get us started um, on our topic today? Just a little about what's up. Yeah. Um, well, I'm super excited that you're with us, Whitney. Um, you inspire so many people on Instagram and just in the agriculture world in general. And so just so pumped to hear from you today and learn just some wisdom from you. So tell us first, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, a little bit about you and your family, what you guys do. Okay. My name is Whitney Larson. My husband, Bart, and I, we row crop farm um, in Northwest Kansas we are right beside Colorado. We're like 30 minutes from the Colorado border. So we're super West. Um, we farm corn, wheat, Milo, and we are raising three free range kids. And when I say that, I totally mean that. Like Lauren said, throw your kids outside. Yep. Go the trampoline, do whatever you want all day. Um, we, I have, so I didn't grow up in an ag background. I lived in town my whole life, played sports. Um, we joke because all we had growing up was like a poodle. So, so now that Bart brought me to the country, like I have, I get every animal available. <laughs> so we have chickens, ducks, um, our kids just started 4-H. So Bodie has show pigs and show goats. We just got a bucket calf last night. She was orphaned. So, and then we also raise a couple pigs each year for us to butcher and eat. So yeah, when I say I came from the town, like I am fully embracing country living. <laughs> oh my God. That's like me too, except sometimes I'm like, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> That's how I feel with this bottle calf. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh Literally. I tell April this all the time. She has so many amazing ag friends and they're like telling me like their big bios. We do all this. And I'm like, I cannot even keep a succulent alive. Like can't even do it. I tell April all the time. I'm a farm girl because we tried to have raised beds this last year. And I and my husband, and I killed it. Like we planted a couple <laughs> different vegetables to raised beds. And I have no idea. We literally not a single thing grew. We were like, cool, cool. Hey, that's why they make farmers markets. Literally, exactly. We were like, okay, so maybe next year. And then this year, there's nothing has moved on that bed. So I have a feeling that's the end of our um, little ag goals for us. So you uh. truly inspire me. Well, thank you. And so then I also have a garden, a big garden that I have every summer. We have three dogs. I don't really know how many cats. And yeah, that's me. I love the outdoors. That is like my super passion. When winter hits, I am like the grumpiest. I don't like to be pale. First of all, who likes to be pale? <laughs> pale, cold, can't be outside. That is not my vibe. So when I say spring brings like hope and growth, it's mainly for my mental health as well. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. So tell us, um, you are here. We're talking this week about embracing your role. Um, April, I think, has a little more to talk about about that. But um, so she told me that you're really passionate about this subject. You want to tell us a little bit about um, how it came about that you became passionate about embracing your role in your life? Sure. So when I first became a farm wife, um, I found it really hard to find my role. I 
I felt lost because I, like I said, I grew up in town. We had supper every night together after basketball practice. Um, we did stuff together on the weekend. So then Bart moved me to his hometown away from my family who I was used to seeing every night after work and he wasn't home hardly ever. Like we moved here during spring season and that's super busy. So I was very lonely and grumpy and I, I blamed a lot of it on the farm. So when I say I didn't have a role, I think it's because I wasn't looking at my role as something that mattered. And so anyone that knows me now, I, um, I run the grain cart and harvest. So I have the kids with me. We're in the field with Bart. But when I, the first few years of being a farm wife, I delivered meals and I wasn't in the field. So when I see people say that they don't think that their role matters because they're just delivering meals, quote unquote, that doesn't, that's not real. Like delivering meals is a huge deal. Making a meal for that many people. I think we far too often get caught up in the comparison game is the reason people don't embrace their roles in, in my opinion. Um, so if somebody sees me on the grain cart and they are like, Oh, well, she's doing so much more than me, but really it's okay. If somebody's doing more than you and it's okay. If somebody's doing less than you, because all of our seasons are so different and what we are each capable of mentally and even physically are so far fetched from like one person to the other that we cannot compare apples to watermelons like so when people when women don't think that their role matters like some people are raising babies right now and that's a huge deal some people have older kids and they're able to help a lot more because their kids are in school and I, I feel like I've entered that because we have two kids in school and so it's gotten easier to help Bart because I just have one kid with me so I think it's just hard for women to realize that seasons change and that you just have to really embrace, truly embrace the role that you're in right now because it could change a year from now. Yeah, that's so good. So how do you feel like you've been able to truly embrace your role and not the others? Like how have you maybe, do you feel like that's like just gaining confidence or what do you think has like helped you to be able to do that? Um, I think maybe me, so before I was on the grain card all the time, I did feel like I was not doing as much, but that was also my season of like raising a baby, raising three babies. And so I think it comes with the older you get, the more confident you get in what you're doing. And my favorite quote is let whatever you do be enough. So I think that people just really need to realize that some days you're surviving, some days you're thriving and whatever you, wherever you are in between those two words is good enough for that day. Oh, that's so good. Wit. Um, okay, Lauren, how do you like balance your life? Like, tell us about your role. Like, what? Because you know, obviously, Whitney and I we farm, so our situations are a little more, I guess, similar. You know, but like, what? What do you think about you? What is it like for you? Like, learning to embrace the season of life you're in, the role you're in, like balancing everything. Right. Well, so recently I've been going through um, a bunch of this as well, um, doubting myself and feeling down about my role because I have transitioned um, from working full time and owning a company. And then Whitney, I don't um, know how much you know about me, but I did own a company full time and we, I just sold it um, at the beginning of last year. And I'm now, I transitioned into a stay at home mom full time um, as my husband went into med school because, you know, that's like 
a ton of work. And so, you know, somebody needed to be able to pick up the slack. So that was me. So as I um, did transition into that, it has been a really hard journey because it's so easy to fall into the trap of I'm just a mom or I just stay at home, or I'm just bringing snacks or wiping butts or, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I have started, you know, trying to expand into doing some other things a little more, you know, Instagram and just fun stuff like that and stuff like this. But it has been a really hard thing for me to learn and accept that, you know, and I said, I think I saw that you said this quote some where I saw it written down the value in day to day normalcy. And that, um, you know, if you are spiritual that, you know, this is my mission field right now. This like right. raising my kids is the most important thing in my life right now. And it's not a not important thing. And that there right. is value in that. So it's been uh, just a huge um, kind of cluster trying to figure it out, especially um, moving into being a stay at home, right as the pandemic hit because it's, you know, it was a different level of stay at home. It was like, really stay at home and I live in the city so um we don't have as much I was like always talking to April how I was envious that she could just be outside and have all this room to go and be out and I was like we're trapped here we're trapped so it was kind of um it, it has been a hard year to learn but I have learned that my role right now is I you know I'm the primary caregiver of our kids when my husband's studying and in school you know I'm the I want to say, I don't want to say I'm the primary person in charge of our home because my husband does help when he can, but, um, it's been a, a big transition to being a full-time stay-at-home mom. And I know that a lot of the people that watch our show are stay-at-home moms. And I encourage you to, um, really look for the things that you're doing daily that make a big impact because I feel like that really can help like lift your spirits. I think being a stay-at-home mom is maybe one of the hardest jobs ever. Your your role as a stay-at-home mom, and I'm not saying that for working moms it's not different, but I'm speaking from how, what season I'm in. Being a stay-at-home mom, it's like hard to find your worth in cleaning a toilet or folding a basket of laundry mm -hmm. or doing – and our, our things are so monotonous that it's really hard to find that. So I feel like when you dig deep and, like, try to find the gratitude in, like, so I always like to say, I get to do this, not I have to. So like, I'm getting to fold this basket of tiny little socks for my kids while they're little. Well, in maybe like five or six years, they can fold their own socks. And that's going to be sad then for me. So it is, being a stay-at-home mom is a struggle. There's so much mom guilt. I know working moms have mom guilt as well, but it's hard because you're only with tiny humans and you don't talk to adults much. So I like embracing your role as a stay at home mom is truly hard. So yeah. I understand the difficultness of the anyone's feeling in that. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, yes. Um, I love that you said you get to do this. That is Jason's favorite thing him. And um, so he leads worship at our church, him and the pastor every Sunday, they say we get to do this. And like, instead of we have to, you know, like, cause ministry jobs, whatever you do in life, it gets hard. <laughs> so right. Okay, Whitney, um, what, what else, like, what do you feel, here, let me think about how to word this question, because I did not write this down. Maybe I should just stick to what I wrote down. A <laughs> 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 second. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, you, how do we, like, see the value in our everyday normalcy? Like, for me, 
It's so hard. And I think so many people that watch this, like, it's so hard. It's so hard to find the value because we put so much pressure on ourselves and we see, we really only give ourselves credit if, it, if we feel like we were like accomplishing something. You know what I right. mean? Right. So my friend Addie Yoder, she just did a podcast episode on this and she says, are we susceptible to other people's ambitions? And so I think social media makes it super hard when you're, you're that stay at home mom folding those socks, you hop on Instagram for a little while and you see all these women doing these big, huge, like crazy things. They have awesome dreams and goals. And I just told my friend Kylie on our podcast last week, I'm like, I don't have any big, huge dreams or goals for myself. Like we have Bart and I together have big dreams and goals, but then I feel like I fall short because I don't. And I was just thinking this this week, like Bart and I have had a lot of big changes in our business and it's been really amazing and great and God's answered a lot of prayers. And I think I I don't put enough credit where credit is due, like for the things that, that I do as a mom or that I do in our business. And as women, I feel like we we just discredit ourselves all the time. And And I think it's because we don't think anyone else ever falls short in their life. And really, we're all just some days freaking surviving. Like some of us, you keep your kids alive for the day. Pat on the back, sister. Like mm -hmm. just because you didn't go do some great bountiful thing like some other chick did, that doesn't matter. So another thing that I like to say is like be famous to your family. Be famous to your family. If you did good for your family that day, who cares what somebody did that's on social media? It doesn't matter to your family. Yeah. You have amazing quotes. Like, I'm just like sitting here mentally noting you down <laughs> as if I'm not going to listen to this podcast again later back. Like, I have this recorded, Lauren. So I'm like working so hard to remember what you're saying. But, um, okay, I do have a question for you. And I wanted to know, because I've been struggling with this a lot lately, like, as my role has changed, do you ever feel like there can be some... April, I'm going off book here, so just stick with me. Do you ever feel like there can be some resentment or um, jealousy or issues with, again, like today is your husband, you said his part, your husband's day to do his goal. And then do you ever feel like there could be resentment for especially wives and females about when it's not their turn, if they do have their own ambitions to be chase after those at the moment? Oh, yeah, of course. I think that's only human nature to feel that, isn't it? Like I even get jealous of Bart that that he can stop in town at a friend's house and have a beer after work and not have to worry about where these little humans have to go because I have them. And so I, I get that feeling a lot, but I also understand that it's not my season. Like when our kids are 10, 11 and 14, I'll be able to do that stuff way easier because they can stay at home. But I, I think having that human resentment for that kind of stuff is just human nature. And I truly think the only way to get out of that stuff is having gratitude and realizing that, you know what, he busted his butt from 4am while I slept till 730. <laughs> and he can he can go have that beer. Like, I don't know, it's it's hard to overcome that. But I think we just have to be grateful for the season that we're in. And I think we also have to be realistic with ourselves about the season that we're in. Like, we don't always have to want more. It's okay to be content. Right. Ah, you know, and to cherish the things that are right around us in that moment, you know, be intentional. Yeah, I struggle with that sometimes, but that you're really right with that. Yeah, I think that, yeah, like we have this mindset of like, we do have to have these big dreams, or we do have to accomplish so much. And it's like, but says who? 
I totally blame social media for it. I mean, do you think that 20 years ago that women were thinking this stuff? No. I just told someone the other day, I can't imagine being a teenager now, like having social media, because you could spend the night at your friend's birthday 20 years ago and not everybody knew it because of Snapchat and Instagram. And I just think it makes things way harder. Yeah. It does it's sometimes so set unrealistic expectations. It does. Mm-hmm. But then it also like brings community, you know, like it's like Whitney, that's how I met you, you know? Right. Like, there's so yeah. many, I feel like, goods and bads to social media, and it totally, I feel like, depends on how you use it to um, support you and grow you. Because I feel like, for me, like, I love being on here and meeting women because I feel like it inspires me, and it gives me a community, and it gives me a sense of friendship and support. But at the same time, I do feel like you have to be very intentional about who you're following, who you're speaking with, what you're letting into your mind, because I do feel like it can let that comparison game in really severely, especially with roles, because I do get, I personally feel jealous, but I think, uh, so, you know, I've been doing Instagram and enjoying that a lot lately. Could I be growing faster if I had more time to like put into taking photos or if I had time to really think more about my captions, but I can't because my kids are always here and I don't have anybody else to watch my kids and I don't have any time that my baby isn't crying, which, and then I have to kind of reframe that I'm like, I'm really blessed to have my kids right now. They're only going to be little once. I'm going to have the whole rest of my life to take a picture or grow or do these other projects, but it's, it's something that I have to be super intentional about in my role right now because it can be so easy to feel like, okay, my role is not what it should be. Yeah, you're being famous to your family. Yes, being famous to my family. I love that quote. Yeah, it's been hard for me to learn how to balance it all. Like in the last year, like with opening our business and like, I mean, I really do wear most of the hats like for Five Heart. And so like, so hard for me not to... I don't know, get resentful or wish that I had a babysitter or what, you know what I mean? Like just different things, just not being grateful and not being realistic with the season that I'm in. And like what I'm getting done is enough. And like, I'm still doing really great things. And it's funny, like, even though you're, we're always looking at other people, some people may be looking at us and wishing like they were in our position too, you know, like, Oh, I wish that, you know, I was doing what she's doing. And I think that it's just hard. Like, it is hard. And it does put super unrealistic expectations on you. Like I know when I when I was breastfeeding, like I would see all these other women like doing it with ease. And I'm over here like struggling, having to pump, barely getting enough when I pumped. So then I, you know, I had those expectations like, well, they can do it. Why can't I? And the minute I switched to formula, I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did I why did I struggle that long pumping with that stupid breast pump? It's just you we cannot look at another woman and think that our life could ever be the same as what hers is. There's just so many things that are different between each of us people, between you and me, April, and you and me, Lauren. Like, there's no way we can compare that. But social media does put those unrealistic things on our plate that make us think that. And we, to embrace your role is so, I have a quote here, another one, sorry, I love quotes. <laughs> it says strength is what we gain from the madness in our season. And like growing through each of the seasons, like you learn something new or a tip and a trick that helps that next season be easier. That's amazing. Okay. So I have a question about what, like what, like about basically what you just said, what do you think, how do you think your lifestyle 
in your life has formed who you are as a person? Ooh, that's kind of tough. I do think that where I did not come from ag background, like I'm totally embracing all of the ag. Like I just, I love to learn. I love new things. I love animals. And so I think that, I don't know if you're, if you're not in ag, it may be hard for you to understand, but like when you're in this lifestyle, there's so much to be grateful for. It's the most stressful, worrisome job ever but there's even on the worst days there's still something good that happened on the farm yeah every single day no matter what something good happened april how do you think your lifestyle has formed who you are as a person because i've seen you like grow through a huge transition in the last three or four years so i would love to hear your answer on this lauren i have no clue definitely (laughs) upper skin and definitely a lot more anxiety (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's okay seriously um, but yeah just, I love it I don't know um, well, I wanted to say like something I've seen in you obviously I, like I'm not speaking for you but I do feel like um for a while you or at least like through our friendship and through your Instagram I really noticed um how for a while I think you were a woman married to a farmer and you lived the life, but I don't feel like you, I don't want to say embraced it, but integrated it into who you were. So it was here and you had the role, but I don't think you integrated it into part of your life. But I feel like in the last three years, you've just been like, yes, this is me. I feel like you've just like taken the bull by the horns and literally just, and I've seen you grow so much and it's been absolutely wild. And I think it's been so unique to see you transition into not just a wife of a farmer, but you're like a farm gal now. You are you're picking up chickens now like it's your job okay well don't get crazy no she's not don't get crazy don't get nuts oh my god so I think so I'm gonna answer this for April because I feel like you're doing the same as me so when I first married Bart obviously it was his dream to farm I did not have that dream I was quite honestly very scared of the money side like all of it and so I had to realize quickly that I could either live in his dream or live outside of it And me living outside of it was not going to flourish our marriage. We were not going to get along. There's, there's no way that you can be married to a farmer and not some part of you have that same dream because it is a hard role to have as a farm wife. Yeah. And, and I feel like there's a lot of different communities like that, that, you know, not every person's husband's job put throws you into a role like that but I feel like a lot do like for instance right now I'm learning what it means to be a med school wife and a doctor's wife and I didn't know there was like a whole community of these people but there are and I've actually made so many friends through groups and you know posts um for all these people going through it as well it's also like a very um demanding time consuming job that you do not you don't get to always Um, have as much time as you would like with your spouse. So it's been one of those things that um, you can't, you know, I've chosen to embrace it versus fighting against it because um, it's a really unique journey. And I feel like that there is a sense of community in getting to know others who are going through this journey with me and that I'm learning that I can do and pursue my dreams at the same time as him. It just looks a little different right now. So I think that's something that 
I've learned recently is that like, you don't have to be in the driver's seat. I'm making my own quote here. You don't have to be in the driver's seat to still be going down the highway, okay? I'm over here and I'm in the car and I'm like, I'm here, but it's, I'm definitely not driving right now and that's okay. Maybe I'll drive later, but it's not my time. Oh, yeah, and I think, I think the more you fight it, the more negative and resentful you will get. Yeah, I Like agree. I felt that before. Yeah, I totally agree. April, do you have any other thoughts? Um, well, I was trying to think of what I was going to ask Whitney earlier, and I still couldn't piece it all together. Yeah, I was going to say, you had a question you, I know. you were going to ask her, and it's, like, not there. Then I'll ask her after, and then I'll make a graphic and quote it or something. You're, like, quote it or something. <laughs> no. So, Whitney, do you have something? No. Okay. Whitney, tell us a little bit about um, your podcast. Plug your podcast for us and your page for us, because I know that everybody here who doesn't know you would love to know about, about that. <laughs> Yeah, so Kylie Epperson, my best friend and I, we have the Midwest Farm Wives. You can find it anywhere, just like your guys's. Um, we we talk a lot about being farm wives and the struggles um, with being business partners with our husband, uh, going through like momming by yourself in the busy seasons. And we we talk to farm wives or as farm wives, but we have related to so many women like. Uh, firefighters wives or oil field wives truckers wives like med field like wives there's just so many similarities that that it's really fun and we just yeah we chat all things positivity we try to always plug positivity and yeah all the things so and we have reached some men that have actually reached out and said wow I never knew my wife felt that way and so that was really cool for us to have happen that's yeah. incredible. So um, does it come out like on a certain day weekly? Do we can we tell people where to when they'll listen for it? We're super bad. Weeks, sometime every two weeks. Amazing. And you have a page that people can follow for it? Or do you? We're super bad at having a second page. So you can find her at the Grateful Farm Wife. And okay. I am at Farm Wife Guru. Amazing. Their podcast is so good and they do such a great job of like relating to everybody. It's, it's just so good. Okay. Whitney, tell us like any final thoughts, any final quotes you got? Any I, do, I do have you one. Have if you can imagine. Have, <laughs> have one. Just, just bullet them off. Bullet them off. Okay. Even... This, this is actually a song. So everybody should listen to the song too. It says, once I learn to grow right where I've been planted, maybe that's when I'll realize life's already good. Oh, yeah. That song is so good. It is good. I, I love it. Part of hormones <laughs> coming out in here. It's okay. We're okay. We made it. Yes, Ugh. it's good. I love it. Well, like, thank you so much for joining us today, Whitney. I absolutely loved having you on here. Um, everybody, make sure and go follow Whitney. Um, and thank you so much for teaching us about how to embrace our roles better. We're so glad to have you. And um, any last thoughts? Anything we got to say before we say goodbye? I don't All right. think well, so. Thank you everyone for watching with us today. And remember that um, for some reason, after lives, your comments don't save. So if there's anything you want to go tell Whitney or any encouragement about this episode, go back and comment on our Instagram TV after because these won't save. So thank you so much for watching today and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.